brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Don't touch that dial. It is time for another amazing episode. Run, Ferris, run. (laughs) We're supposed to do that later, dude. You got your uh, movie quotes confused there, tough guy. That sounded so professional. (laughs) Just for a moment. For a moment there. Yeah, for a moment. Hi, everyone. Hi. This is a Sud segment, in case you're wondering, where really good beer meets questionable radio. Um, I am one of your hostesses, or actually your only hostess, good old gal Juliana. With me today is good old boy Dave. I might be a hostess. Hello. (laughs) Sometimes, yes. What? There is no witty sound effect for, for that comment? He's thinking about it, folks. <laughs> Here we go. No. No, no, no. I am my own witty sound effect. <laughs> true that. True hostess that. with the mostest. Yes. Also with us at the table today is good old boy Caperton. Hello. Hello. Joining us again, uh, first time in a while, good old boy Matt. Hola. What kind of balls do you like to play with? <laughs> now, why didn't he use that on, on itself? Yeah, like, yeah, I think we all know why he didn't I, use it on yes. himself. <laughs> How many people want to take the sound effect board away from that? That was, that was a special yeah, welcome quits. back for Matt. <laughs> and this will be my last show wow. for quite a while. <laughs> Might be everyone's last show for a while. It's the definition of using oh. bad radio is to use the word balls in the first five minutes. Yep. So that's where we are. Yeah, pretty much. But it's Barney. It's innocent. <laughs> yeah. It's all context. Exactly. All about the context. And also with us today is Il Hefe. Good old boy, Mike. My theme of the day is I am not sucking on anything. So I'm just saying that up front. That's right? just for today, though. Just for so. today. Right. That is that Temporarily. Is, you know, it's a stretch goal. So... <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Good luck with that. Should be a t shirt. I give that 30 (laughs) minutes and then. Well, today's episode is a brewery takeover of a certain brewery in South Carolina called Carolina Barnhouse. 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 Yeah. Which is a farmhouse brewery in Anderson, South Carolina. Good old boy, Dave, why don't you talk about the extensive research that you did on this brewery? <laughs> no, <I'm sorry>. <laughs> you mean read for the website? <laughs> oh Pretty much. You said Dave and extensive research on the same please <laughs> What are you thinking? <laughs> Cut. Paste. <laughs> what kind of research you is You have that? to... He, he edited out the, the hours the right that page. they're open this week. Yes. <laughs> and you have to make... That's a plus. F- you have to make the font match. We've already been through all this. <laughs> Carolina Bauernhaus. Bauernhaus. Uh, is a farmhouse brewery in Anderson, South Carolina, as Juliana already said. She must have read the website, too. No. Oh, Our oh. handcrafted ales uh, pay homage to the rich and the rich agricultural resources of the upstate by using locally sourced malt, yep. grain. Wait, I have a problem with people and saying the word handcrafted ales because you don't use your hands oh, in making beer. His hands are oh, all I in do. it. Oh, all up in there. Can we, yeah. can we use something yeah. else? Like in a different he's, appendage? He's, like your he's elbow? elbow or, he's elbow deep in there. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Knee high in the uh, mash tun. Might, there might be some toenails in there. You don't know. Oh, <laughs> sexy. While our brewing techniques may be Belgian inspired, our beers are, are, are not reverent to tradition. We create unique flavor combinations through locally sourced yeast, uh, various species of Britannomyces, local herbs, herb. I don't know what kind of herb they got in South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, and spices. <laughs> and of course, lots of locally grown hops. 
from Carolina Bauernhaus. Bauernhaus. Tap room and pilot system in downtown Anderson, South Carolina, to our production brewery on a working farm just outside of Anderson, we will strive to create a family of unique beers that range from approachable saison to challenging barrel aged sour beers. I like this image, you know, of them, you know, holding hands and going over the hill, and Sound of Music is playing in the background, you know. Lederhosen. Yes. Uh, this is not. <laughs> it's odd that. Every nobody else makes was thinking you, that. It make, everything makes you think of the sound of music. <laughs> you know, the hills Did your parents used to make you watch sound of music brewing. when you were? Was that how your parents punished you when you were young? No, lock you in a room with sound of music. No. Nope. Did I'm, you have the hots for one of the Von Traps? Uh, what was that guy's name? That's it another was, show. That's another show. It was a small room with no scotch tape. That's all I've said. <laughs> well, I'm glad their uh, ingredients are not reverent to tradition because this show is not reverent at all. (laughs) So I think we picked the good show to be here. Good point. Uh, True that. Okay. So now let's get into what beers we're going to be talking about from Carolina Barn House. Bowen House. There we go. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting for that. I know. I know. He's multitasking. Mm -hmm. Um, And forgive me for any... Befunklement I do with these verbiages. <laughs> um, source series of Puntia, which is you a sour. Can't say that. I know, I know. Kazundite. <laughs> Thank that you. be bleeped out. <laughs> Thank you. It's a sour rye ale aged on prickly pears. And then there's the 18 mile red peach, which is a barrel aged sour red ale with peaches. We have the feral barrel blackberry. Say that 10 times fast. It's a dark wild ale with no, blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Freehaus Jupiter Gold, which is a golden sour ale with Jupiter grapes. The Whiskey Sour, which is a barrel-aged golden sour ale with limes. And Maleficent, which is a golden sour ale with apples and spices. Mm-hmm. So I see what they did there, too, with yeah, the apple and yeah, the name. and the name. And the picture and the stuff and the, yeah, pretty okay. cool. We won't, we won't mention the corporation, though. Right, of course not. <laughs> yeah. Um, today's Suds episode is brought to you by... The Law Offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton Esquire. Are you a kitty? Do you need an attorney? You should call Scratchers J. Scratcherton. She may just be a cat, but she gives injustice the paw. Meow. <laughs> well, while our host is recovering yeah. from that, <laughs> Thank we're you, actually going to talk about uh, what a pro, what <laughs> what, what our uh, sud ratings are today, and to welcome Matt back to the fold here today, mm. we're going to let him read the our uh, suds ratings uh, for our audience for today. We are not going to make you use any South Carolinian accent. Oh, what kind of balls do you like to play with? <laughs> Take this it show, away. This show was brought to you by <laughs> the jerk on the soundboard. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. That's a bad guy to yeah. cross. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't dare, Dave. No. Okay. So today we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one, that or oh, I messed it up. Blew it. One, yeah. that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Exactly. Not a burp. Uh, number two, uh, was that a belch? Not bad. Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. Nice. And five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Why, thank you there, good old boy, Matt. Okay, so let's get up to the beer. Or out. Let's talk about the beer. Whatever I'm trying to say. (laughs) Sounds like someone wants to get funky. Yeah, we're definitely going to get funky. (laughs) 
That we are. Okay. First beer that we're going to discuss is the Source Series uh, Puntio, which is a sour rye ale aged on prickly pears. Um, in case the word Puntio brings you pause. It does. <laughs> does it ever. Makes me giggle. I'm pausing. <laughs> It is actually the fruit of the prickly pear cactus. Um, brewery co-founder David Thornton is also the co-founder of of Southeast Labs, and they're well. And re- what am I trying to say here? What am I trying to say? <laughs> yeah, all I have is a candidate to go in the file of completely useless information to overwhelm people with that a puntia is the pe- is the okay. name of the fruit of a prickly pear. You should have there stopped a, at a puntia. No, there was a wow. point to this. There was a point. I to almost it. felt my IQ drop by ten points. Right he there. doesn't have that many <laughs> well, points it was, to lose. I'll, I'll help you out here, Julie. The fruit was locally sourced. Yes, from La France. South Carolina. What? Come on. I want to live in La France. Because <laughs> you know they call it Lee France. Viva La France. <laughs> and yeah, and then the, the house lactobacillus bacteria was isolated by Southeast Labs on that locally grown. They kept it in a room by itself yep. fruit. for days. That was a minute that I was trying to they say. made it listen to sound of music over and over. Exactly. Okay. So their native fermented rye saison that was brewed with... Um, Heirloom wrens, a bruisey rye malt and pilsner malt was then um, soured with their strain of lactobacillus that was isolated from this fruit in La France, South Carolina. It was aged for six months in Cabernet barrels on the same Apuntia fruit. Okay. How do you how do you pick a prickly pear? Very carefully. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I don't have like a ching. I need one of those. No, I don't think so. Is this like something you sent kids? You piss me off. Go get the prickly pears in it's the back. It's cacti, the- right? I know. I mean, yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. prickly. No gloves for you. Wow. Special treatment for this fruit. We'll be back in just a minute, guys. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Hey, welcome back everyone. Hey. 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 So we're about to talk about this um, beer from Carolina Barnhouse. 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 The Source Series Opuntia. Good old boy, Dave. What would you think of this beer? Uh, This was my favorite beer of the flight. I'm a big fan of prickly pear. I I think it's far superior to regular pear. Um, (laughs) It uh, just has that He's got a point. He's got a point. Lots of points. Lots of points. (laughs) Anyway, um, sorry. I, I just found the, the flavor very appealing, great aroma. Uh, it was just a, a tremendous beer, and I, I wish we had a much bigger bottle or that I had not invited everyone over here to drink it. Good point. Uh, <sighs> probably that one more. So uh, I gave this one a five. Good old boy, Caperton. What'd you think of this beer? Well, I too very much enjoyed this beer. I liked all these beers, but uh, this one really did stand out because to me it was so balanced between the sour, you know, it didn't knock you out of the park with the sourness. It was actually, I would say, more tart than sour. But uh, but the fruit and the and the bug, the bacteria and the barrel, everything the just bugs sort of, in your teeth. Yeah, that it all combined into a really nice complex little little beer 6.2 percent alcohol which uh it's undetectable i could crush this stuff 
but uh, I gave it a five. Good old boy, Matt. What'd you think of this beer? So out of the six beers that we have here, this one is incredibly ruby red, very clear. The color alone is incredible. The smell is great. Um, this is a, um, let's see here. It's a rye. Rye Saison. There's not a lot of rye. And I would like a little more rye, even though I've not had a lot of rye Saisons that are tart or sour. Um, so I, I would like a little more of that. It's slightly sour, not super overwhelming either. Um, and I haven't had a lot of uh, prickly pear uh, beers, but I do know the Ultra Vez. And uh, I think this is far better than that. So I give it a four to five. All right. Now you got to pick one. It's a four, four or, or a five. five. He said four, said out, four of out of five. Come on, guys. Hello. Come on, guys. Keep up. Uh, uh, <laughs> I give it a four to five. <laughs> 45. I did write four slash five yeah. on these beers. <laughs> Go to boy, Mike. What did you think of this beer? Yeah, so for the sour rye prickly pear, uh, you know, this is a flavor profile that I have had, but just not in beer. There's actually a prickly pear margarita mix uh, that I – um, have picked up a couple of times and some folks from Phoenix and Arizona sent me that, you know, occasionally. Um, I don't know that it had that same quality about it. I really, uh, like this overall. The first thing I wrote down is very plum like, um, hmm. with kind of hints of spice that were coming off of it. I thought the rye was kind of a bit subtle in this. If there's anything I would at tone, just kind of kick that up a little bit more. I think it'll kind of balance out a little bit of the sugar uh, off this. Um, I love the ingenuity of this. Uh, it's a very unique combination of a flavor profile. And I'm glad you talked about how this looked because it was beautiful in mm -hmm. the glass. Um, I give this a Sudge rating of four. Beautiful color. Beautiful aroma. Really interesting flavor profile. Um as it warmed up, I got a little bit more spiciness out of it, but I thought it was a really great blend with the pear. And that pe that pear flavor is particularly gorgeous. I think pears are really hard to put into a beer because mm -hmm. they're so subtle in flavor. Well, you and lose prickly. the aroma very badly. Yeah. Uh, if a pear uh, profile, that's a thing that you don't pick up as much. And You know, but this one... It was there, though, and everything about it I just thought was so perfectly balanced. And again, at 6.2%, this does not taste it. It'll certainly sneak up on you, but this is very drinkable. Very, very drinkable. Um, I gave it a five. So the next beer that we're going to discuss is the 18-mile Red um sour ale with peaches so this is essentially using their um their basic flanders red ale and then adding peaches that has been aged for six months um it was also fermented in petite syrah barrels and then aged for eight months before blending it with the peaches i think we'll be doing that a lot with this beer yeah um and it's again made with bits of real panther so you know it's good and, of it's course, good. this was used with their native lacto um, yeast. So, good old boy Caperton, what do you think about this beer? Well, yeah, I've had this a few variants of this beer. We probably all have sitting here. But um, but this one, you know, it was right there on the nose. It was I got jammy peaches and an oaky barrel, and it was really nice even to just sort of sit there and appreciate that. But... Uh, but it really doesn't prepare you for that bright acidity you get right away, right up front. Um, but the peaches hang in there. There's a slight uh, maltiness, maybe. Those tannic qualities, I think, that you find in a Flanders definitely show up um, for sure. And uh, But the, the peach, uh, sort of that lactic peach, almost unripe peach, sort of. Did I say peach? Enough? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just enough. Yeah. But, uh, but it, yeah, it combined into a, a super nice beer. I gave it a four. Super nice. Good old boy, Matt. What would you think about this beer? I wasn't expecting this one. Um, there's Well, dude, it was written down on the page. Yeah. <laughs> what I was expecting was something else. But this is tart in your face. It is all in your face. 
and talk about licking your lips, trying to figure out what exactly is that. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it, but it does wake up your taste buds big time. Um, and if you're not expecting that, you may be really put off guard. Um, you may have to clean, cleanse your palate to double check it a few times. Um, I really enjoyed it. I give it four out of five. Uh, uh, said 45 again. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. Good boy, Mike. What'd you think about this beer? So for the 18 mile red peach uh, from Carolina Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Yeah, right. Uh, it's interesting. I did not have the description of the beer uh, other than just the name of the beer itself. And I actually wrote down low acid Flanders. So there you go. Um uh, it, it definitely had uh, was softer, you know, in terms of a traditional Flanders. Um, it had a wine-like finish to it. Uh, in fact, a lot of these beers definitely have a very wine-like, dry, uh, tart, you know, kind of finish off them. I'm guessing that is a, a common component of some of the bugs that they're using, or maybe just the yeast agent that's, you know, bringing that forth. I'm not quite sure, but... Um, I actually wrote down uh, the peaches got lost in this mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kept on looking in the bottom of the glass, going, "Where are they?" Um, so, I, I I think if I just look at the beer without really the description itself, to me, it's a it's a good solid, you know, low acid Flanders. Um, and my sud rating for that is a three. Yeah, I was another one that it got lost for me. Um, we were at the tap room and we had this at the tap room and absolutely loved it. There was more peach flavor and it was a really nice blend with the Flanders. Like, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. It reminded me of um, those sour peach candies. You can sometimes like they look like peaches and it's like a sour patch, but it's a sour peach. And it kind of had that flavor to me. And I thought, wow, this is like really, really awesome. So I was a little underwhelmed by this bottle, but you know, again, in bottling things happen and stuff like that um as far as a flanders goes uh, this is a little mild in terms of flanders but still really good um i'm giving this a four so next beer that we're going to talk about is the feral barrel blackberry feral barrel blackberry yeah i know so it's a Dark wild ale um, used with regional malts and fermented in Cabernet wine barrels with their house blend. And then um, aged on local blackberries, and it's only 5.7%. Just bear that in mind. Okay. Um, go to Boy Caper, Tim. What'd you think about this beer? <clears throat> well, um, you know, again, on the nose, for me, it, it had a jammy, sweet, I, I got some sweet blackberries. It is a bracingly dry and sour beer on the taste, though, for sure. Um, again, that, that lactic sourness just sort of hits you right away, you know. And then everything else just sort of scrambles along behind it. But it, it does sort of show up. They I don't get a lot of brett or wild yeast flavors from this really that the lacto the the sourness just really jumps out there and um but uh again it i do get a nice sort of thin though on the palate um fruitiness from it so i I gave it a three Little boy, Matt, what did you think about this beer? So it's got bright acidity. It's uh, it may be more bitter than fruity to me. Um, it's got a great dark color. Um, great blackberries. But uh, like I said, I think it's a little more bitter than, than fruity. Um, I get, also give it a three. I hate to say it, but this one was the one that I liked the least out of the flight. Um, I thought it was a little thin. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I didn't get the balance that I was hoping to get out of it. Um, and I've never brewed with blackberries, so I don't know if it's really hard to capture a true blackberry flavor, and then mix with the, you know, wine barrels for a bit. I, you know, I don't know if maybe it got lost because it's such a delicate flavor to begin with. I don't know. Um, in terms of acidity, though, yeah, it's there. I mean, if you're looking for something tart, you'll certainly get that. I gave this a three. 
You have to start with a beer that has a lot of sugar in it mm. with with blackberry because you have such a strong component of bitterness yeah. uh, that comes through in a blackberry, and I think that's why it works really well with wheat beers. Um, and mm, this beer is dry as a bone, boy. it is, and so it's. I think that's part of uh, it's almost fighting it. It's not holding its hand yeah. and kind of walking with you and saying. It was a little know, hurried at the end there. Yeah, you get some of the. So could that be a yeast problem? No, I think it's just he's paired with the fruit and no, do that well. I think it's a mash bill, uh, hmm. you know, issue, and basically, you know, just the style of the beer itself. I, I, that's my uh, take, anyway. Hmm. So now, of note, I just finished my glass, and now I'm tasting blackberry. Hmm. It's really weird. Like, yeah. so I guess it must have been as it warmed up or whatever. Um, I put no. some blackberries in your cup. Did you? Did you <laughs> yes. put some jam in there and to try Damn. and make up for it? Okay. Well, thank you. I would question Dave putting anything in my glass. <laughs> I put berries in your glass too, Mike. Yeah, it was not, I know exactly. It's what not kind berries. Of berries. I know what kind of berries you put in my glass, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. You're still number one. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, okay. Next beer that we're going to discuss is the Freehaus Jupiter Gold Golden Sour Ale with Jupiter Grapes. Now, this one is six point four percent ABV. Um, Freehaus is an ongoing collaboration between Carolina Barnhouse Ales and Freehouse Brewery. Sorry, guys. I'll never get that right. Um, Jupiter Gold is the first result of their efforts. It's a blend of yeast and bacteria used to ferment a golden sour ale that came from Freehouse's sour tank, along with the house native yeast, and then matured for nearly a year in three Cabernet barrels before blending, and over 200 pounds of upstate South Carolina Jupiter Gold grapes were added. Um, very, very interesting. Good old boy Dave, what would you think of this beer? Well, uh, what most people don't know is that the first time they made this beer, they used grapes from Uranus. And <laughs> the <laughs> flavor was way, way off. Um, <laughs> So the Jupiter grapes, I think that was a good good change up. Um, you know, we've had a lot of beers, not a lot of beers, but several uh, on the show that use grape must, um, and and it can be kind of a tricky tricky thing um, just to to match the flavors up correctly. But uh, I think this plays very well with the golden sour ale. I think it's um, the grape flavor comes through. It's very complimentary. Uh, I've never seen a Jupiter gold grape, but they sound nice, so big. Uh, I like yeah. it well. Yeah, big because you know Jupiter. You know, is much like Uranus. <laughs> anyway, wait, his in particular <laughs> or gosh. just in general? <laughs> I can, oh my god, I can read the emails flowing already. <laughs> How am I going to explain this? Oh yeah, yeah. there's no all about the planets, astral projections. Yes, <laughs> that door was open. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Just like Uranus. <laughs> no. But um, boom. I gave this a four. Uh, I knew there was an uh, exit strategy somewhere in that. Got a white cape for Jim. What do you think of this beer? I like this beer a lot. It was, um, I had it at Funk Fest recently, mm. which is. Um, oh, was oh, this one of so the ones they, eight, yeah. they serve? Yeah. Huh. Okay. And I really like it. Caught my caught my eye there, yeah. and yeah, I was so I was a little ex- excited to to taste it again. Um, it's definitely they used a a lot of grapes here. I think it said um, I don't know how many a hundreds, million pounds, a gazillion, I think pounds of grapes, yeah. and they definitely to be exact, they definitely <laughs> came through. I mean, they came through on the nose, they came through on the palate right up front, and then after that, sort of again that. Sort of signature bright acidity sort of dies down. You get a nice lingering um, sort of almost Venus grape uh, flavor on you. And uh, so, as I opposed gave, to Jupiter, yes, I gave it a I gave it a four. Good old boy, Matt. What do you think of this beer? This seemed to be out of all ours the most clear. Um, it was no haze. It was like an orange golden color. It looks incredible. It smells incredible. It smells like grapes. Tastes great. I think it's more tart, less acidic. I really enjoyed this. And I would almost even say like if you were a beginner to to sours, never having almost being hesitant to try the, the weirder stuff, 
you try with this and you would love it immediately. Um, I gave it a four. I really enjoyed it. That's how you say four. You just say four. four. Oh, four it's been so out long. Five. Four I had no out idea. of five. Forty-five. It confuses. Forty-five. Forty-five. Good old boy, Mike. What'd you think of this beer? So for the Freehouse uh, Jupiter Gold, I probably butchered that. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I totally did. Thank you all. Um, you know, the first thing I wrote down is the grape is stealing this show, and uh, but it's it actually has a really nice balance to it all. The wood is, uh, it, it seems evident, you know, in this. I don't even know if this is barrel aged at all, but it, it has some type of wood presence around it. The, uh, the, this beer reminds me of uh, some of the beers we had of the Dialed In series yeah, from yeah. Uh, Trillium, where they're actually blending wine with beer uh, mm. in that series. And this seems like it's kind of going down some of that same path because the, the grape is actually so self-evident you know in this i would say if you love the grape you'll love the beer if you don't like the grape and this is not your jam my sedge rating for the free house jupiter gold is going to be a three this was aged for a year in cabernet barrels so there, there you go. go it didn't read the uh, yeah. description so i think grapes can be a little tannic too i think the pits maybe yeah, I, they're I, the pits. I can usually taste wood. Katie. That's another T-shirt just for me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I need to get together with. Wow, I think that sucks. I think it sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed this beer too. First of all, the color of it, um, really, really pretty, and I could tell that. It was aged in Cabernet barrels. Um, the grape itself, came; it really shone through. And I thought using a golden sour ale was a really good way of yeah. capturing and enhancing this grape. So bravo to that. I mean, because there's so many different styles you can go with. And I, I thought this was awesome. I gave it a four. And we'll be right back with more discussions. Not just the destination. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back, everyone. We are in the midst of a brewery takeover. I thought it was a nightmare. I was about to say. (laughs) A vast editing opportunity. I think that's what we're in the middle of. Sorry, I was trying to elevate (laughs) this little... Misty, like gnomes. I pictured gnomes sort of frolicking in the mist. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't ask Dave about gnomes sometime. Mm. Oh, boy. I will. I don't know what you're talking about. Gnome. <laughs> I can almost see the injunctive uh, relief, you know, uh, request from uh, Carolina Browerhouse, you know. Yeah. Bowen House. Right now, just actually coming right at me. So, yeah. uh, you know. Banned I mean, once again. I don't really care what you guys said about us. Just don't air that, okay? <laughs> yeah. All we'll be able to air is that that guy saying Bowen House. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. For the whole Bowen show. House. Correct. Because we, that one's. Legit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to the beer there. Jennifer. Yes. Okay. So in case you didn't know, we are discussing a brewery takeover from Carolina Bowen House. Bowen House. Yes. Um, next beer that we're going to talk about is their Whiskey Sour. 
I could think of a couple songs to go with that. Um, it's a barrel-aged golden sour with limes. And a bunch of whiskey nuts sitting here talking about a beer called Whiskey Sour. This yeah. will be interesting. Yeah. So they aged their natively fermented golden sour ale, which we just saw previously in another beer. Um, added limes and put it in a whiskey barrel from a local distillery. The result is a tart, refreshing beer with hints of oak in the nose and bright acidity. It is a whopping 4.5%. This is the lightest one we've been tasting so far. Um, good old boy. I taste Dave. something that is not chocolate or coconut or walnut or peanut butter or nougat or butter butter or caramel or sprinkles. Should have that kid on the show. That's we, all we I almost, have to say. We almost had to buy that one, I think. Yeah. That was right on the edge. It was close. <laughs> I keep an eye on it, though. What a show killer. Oh, my gosh. Um, good old boy, Dave. What do you think about this beer? Uh, this was uh, very good. I uh, I found this to be very refreshing. I think it's uh, a good warm weather, summertime beer, uh, which is odd for a whiskey barrel-aged anything to be a... A lawnmower beer, but I think this could be the first whiskey barrel aged lawnmower beer. Uh, it's got the right ABV. It's light, tart, refreshing. I like the uh, the lime flavor very much. It's not overly sour. I gave this one a four. Good old boy, Matt. What'd you think about this beer? So this has a um, awesome lime flavor. More smell than really great flair um the smells smell like small like limes uh it's not very clear so i was interested in that um the other ones are a little more clear um so it's a little cloudy um i'm not getting a ton of oak and i was curious are you guys getting a lot of oak from this i have a lot of wood yeah well yeah <laughs> like right now <laughs> clearly clearly you have wood for this i'm sorry i'm just <laughs> killed him you killed it um so yeah I, I really like it and i agree awesome one more beer i don't know about the wood part um i give it a four as well <laughs> you stepped into the bullet man you you said do you guys get any wood off this i'm just saying you someone's got to be the butt of these jokes I'm and i'm fine you. i'm fine with being me as long as it's dave that's okay <laughs> by me this this to me is a cocktail that's been carbonated. Um, mm. So for somebody that enjoys cocktails and cocktail hour at certain bars, restaurants, whatever, if you didn't like a beer. Convenience markets. Some convenience markets, Bus stations, yes. stations. Yes. Dude on the side of the road with, yes. a, with a half a pint left. State parks. 40s. Hockey games, whatever, yes. Gravel that's road. Um, that's right. Broadway. Broadway, yes. Um if you were into those sort of things and you really didn't like beer, but if you tried this, you really would be into beer because <laughs> this is this is that transition for you folks. Um, of course, I'd be questioning why you're even listening to us, but that's besides the point. I think everyone's yeah. questioning. That. I think I think that's the whole theme of this show. I think both people still tuned Can I get in. Get everybody like, back on this show. That being said, I get a little bit of oak. Okay. Okay, but it's really really subtle, like. To me, it's like the cocktail. You know what I mean? If you had a really good base in that cocktail, then you would get a little bit of oakiness, but that's about it. Um, the lime in here has really started to come through, especially since it's warmed. Um, and again, good sour base for this as well. I enjoyed this one more as it warmed than not. I gave this a four. I wonder how long it was aged. 10 years does not say yeah that's, i was curious about i was really curious you know i thought that this would actually present some challenges in a especially in a restaurant environment where people are saying all oh, of the whiskey sour lime <laughs> you know and i really wonder if someone is going to go to the dark side and actually create a whiskey sour with lime with bourbon you know um once you pour a shot of bourbon in this and see what you yeah get. i think it was yeah the whole lime thing in a i don't call it something different that that's probably my biggest beef but mm -hmm. yep but i do think it'll present some 
challenges, you know, in a restaurant environment and ordering, you know, this. So I think your brain wants to go one way and this drink is not going down that path. So sure. Yeah. But that as it's warmed up, that lime is just absolutely delicious. Dominating. It is limey. <laughs> but it's delicious to me because it's England, very though. it's a very pure lime. It's not it's not, not concentrate. It's not faked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> okay. <lime. laughs> did you rate it? She I did, did rate yes. it and you gave yes. me the finger. We're all good. The burp. Oh. The burp. The burp. Let's get to the okay. uh, last The last beer that we're gonna discuss in this flight is Maleficent, which is their golden sour ale, which has been a popular theme in this um episode, with apples and spices. Now I know, you know, we're a podcast, so I can't give you visuals, but I thought the... Um, I am using the jazz hands. Yes. <laughs> we all saw that. But I thought the label design on it was, was pretty cool. <laughs> so Maleficent is a beguiling farmhouse golden sour ale that they created in conjunction with their friends at Brewery 85 in Greenville. South Carolina. They started with their golden sour barrel aged ale and then blended over 800 pounds of crisp upstate South Carolina apples grown at Chattooga Bell Farm. Hopefully I said that right. No. Along with loads of local organic ginger, cinnamon, and cloves. This bright golden has hints of apple skins and a bright tartness that finishes with a refreshing dryness and a subtle Hint of spice. Hmm. This one is five and a half percent ABV. I think that they should rename this beer trademark infringement. Look at that label. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Angelina Jolie actually on the label? (laughs) No. No, it is not. No. Okay. No. No, No, the cheekbones don't match. Anyways, um, (laughs) good old boy Dave, what'd you think of this beer? Um what? Oh um, well, so this one really changed a lot as it warmed up for me. When I first tasted it and it was colder, the uh, the spices seemed a little more present. Um, now it's mostly apple and sort of tart beer, sour beer. With and you get a little, you know, if I were to belch in the microphone, I might bring up some spices, but I might bring up something else. Oh. So I won't. Ah, uh, classy. I'm sorry. It's a subtle applause. <laughs> it's slow clap. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Ah, he's using his jazz hands for again, not bringing, For not bringing that to the table. Yes, or into my lap. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, I probably said enough. I think I'll just give this beer a four and be on my way. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Um, old boy Matt, what do you think of this beer? So, with all these beers... Quite a few of them were really clear, and this is a turbid gold. So I've, I was very curious why it might be a little more hazier. Um, I'm really getting a lot of apples. I'm getting a little bit of ginger, and like you said, I think it changed a little bit when it went when it warmed up. Um, love the smell, more apple smell, and uh, I give it a four. Good old boy, Mike. What do you think of this beer? Uh, for Maleficent or trademark infringement uh, <laughs> from Carolina Brower House. Bowen House. Right. Uh, you know, I wrote down this is uh, soft, tart. It almost has kind of a powdery softness, you know, to it. Um, kind of like Caperton. Yeah, I like, Matt, that you said that, <laughs> you know, the, uh, so turbid or hazy, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of the bit of the visual presentation off this. And I'm wondering if they just. Uh, some of the apple component was not filtered, mm. you know, at some point in time, and we're actually seeing some of that. It's hard to tell what's bringing that, but um, I actually wrote down apricot. I didn't know the fruit off this, by the way. Um, but sure, because uh, the label didn't tell you anything, <laughs> did it? Well, I didn't read the big label. old red apple. No, I didn't read the label. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> he was looking at the chip. Right. So I wrote down apricot, but Checking uh, out her and apples. I'm going to stick with the fact that it does have an apricot-like quality. Although the definitely the overtone uh, crushing is apple. I just couldn't seem to write that down for some odd reason. So, <laughs> um, a really great finish off this. This was my uh, favorite beer in the flight, um, and I just I really thought. The soft, you know, quality about this. This is something that I would definitely go back for the rest of the bottle of this. 
My Sedge rating for Maleficent is a four. Uh, what would you compare this to? A very delicious apple pie. Well, you know, I, I don't know about that. Uh, I would. Really? <laughs> I'd a, love a pie. That's a good question. Yeah, what yeah. does this remind me of? Um, you know, actually, uh, I was thinking of the Nebraska uh, Brewing, um, the uh, the Chardonnay uh, barrel. Um, I don't know. It was our beer of the year. I can't remember. Melange et Yeah, Melange et Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has some of those same qualities about it. Maybe not as effervescent and that champagne quality as, you know, the Nebraska, but the cider esque. Yeah, I was gonna say a dry cider. Would you would you say that's fair? Yeah, um, I, I think it's just because of the presentation of the apple and this okay. that I think anybody that is looking for a crossover beer from cider to beer. Yeah, yeah, this is your jam all the way, man. You know, literally, if you walk jam. in and, apple jam. <laughs> yeah, you walk into the bar and they don't have a good cider you like, and this is on the menu. Definitely order Maleficent. Yeah, totally. This I thought, I as it warmed up, I, I really thought it was extraordinary. Um, initially, like others, very spicy, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be one of those beers that's very spice bomby. You know what I mean? Like reminded me of fall, and then it warmed up, and then I got this ginger flavor and I don't know. No one has really talked about the ginger, but I really thought it was extraordinary. Um, that it was like a, it was a sweet ginger. So that with the apples, um, I think it to me is a really beautiful fall beer. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as high. Well, it's very drinkable too. You know, like Mm -hmm. I know it's five and a half percent, but it didn't even taste like that to me. Yeah, like, I really yeah. didn't believe I was tasting a very... Uh, None of these beers be- were excessively no. boozy at all. Did you guys yeah. have no. this on tap by, by chance? No. When you were there? No, this no. was not on tap. No, it was just in to, bottles. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to have this on tap. I, I think, think this would be, be really extraordinary. Good. Yeah. That's Anyways, um, again, this is one of my favorites, and I gave this one a five. <laughs> What do you think? <clears throat> well, I too very much liked this beer. Um, it, uh, like I just mentioned, it it uh, had a cider esque quality to it. Maybe that's just the apples. I might, you know, the appleness, the the appleness is that a word? It's the wrong. apples no. and the, the apples and the sourness sort of lead you to think cider or or me. Um, uh, there are uh, some other uh, serendipity comes to mind. This doesn't. Mm-hmm. This doesn't taste like serendipity at all. But uh, but it is. Uh, it and I have to agree with everybody else. The first thing I wrote down when it was cold was spicy. You know, and uh, the ginger definitely still comes through, but uh, the apples just really uh, blend well with the with the bacteria here. And um, I, I gave it a five. Boom. All those apples paid off. One thing that I didn't mention, which I can really appreciate the fact that this wasn't excessively carved. Yeah. I, I think if it was carved more, I wouldn't enjoy this as much as I, I think have. The, I think the sugars would have gotten lost. Yeah. yeah. If that had been the case, if the carb had been kicked up. Yeah, I I just think this was like beautiful just all the way around. And I agree, and I agree with you about temperature. I think this is actually a little better, more at, at room temperature because the sugars are taming a bit of the apple, you know, tartness yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Well, I was curious about these bottles. One of these was uh, bottled in March, and this one does not have a date of when it was bottled. So I was curious of when this one, if that would have affected the spices at all, because whether it's been sitting longer or not. I don't think so. Not for a beer like that. I think with ginger, what I've discovered is time less is more. Uh, it, time does not affect ginger at <laughs> all. So when, a lot of times, other fruits will drop out, but that ginger will remain okay. behind. Hmm. Just and, curious. And this was released in April, so okay, it's you know not. And we that bought long it in ago. May. So. Well, I yeah. gave it my yeah. ultimate co- ultimate uh, compliment. I had some more. Hey, now <laughs> there it so, is. So yeah. I just did a uh, master blend of all six <laughs> oh, and drank oh, it, man, and uh, I gave that one a five as well. <laughs> Bet <laughs> you did. It was delicious. I had a sip. Do you call that a uh, uh, barnhouse uh, boiler maker? Is that what you call it? Barnhouse. Right. Barnhouse blowout. Barnhouse belch. <laughs> no more belching for Dave today. <laughs> I say bring it on more. 
Yeah. Well, I thought overall really great flight and Absolutely. um really good showcase of fruits and, and local stuff. Rhyme for us, rhyme. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> well, that's it for us today, guys. Woohoo! Yes. We hope you enjoy this episode and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes continue to flow out on the Twitter bird every day at Sip Suds Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please, please, take, oh. please, please uh, take the time to uh, rate this episode on <laughs> iTunes or any of our uh, online outlets. Give us a five-star rating and, and type in a good small comments and um, hit uh, save. That would be big, big, big help for us. Yes, hit save. Well, this is good old gal Juliana. Good old boy Dave, say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> good old boy Caper too. Goodbye from the Bowen House. Bowen House. There it is. <laughs> good old boy Matt. Bye bye bye. <laughs> good old boy Mike. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us for this uh, splendid hour. <laughs> Whatever this was. I'll ask you to keep on sipping. Come back and join us once again. <laughs> Keep on struggling, guys. See you next episode. Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs>